The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Nikki Spagnola. And some of us are here for the start of Mick Shots on a Wednesday at noon here inside the SWBC Podcast Studio as it is a practice day for the team. Everybody back to work, and that includes one Everson Walls. Hey, I'm back. Welcome back, Everson. And Spags. I told you I was not going to be here. I know you did. You've got to stop calling me out, man. (laughs) You've got to stop that. Where is he? And, uh, and uh, on Monday, Mickey walks in here. Nate's in here because yeah. Nate never met an empty chair he didn't like to sit in. <laughs> or a microphone or that Mike was open. Could spit in. Yeah. And so Mickey says, where's Everson? I said, Everson told us on Friday he couldn't be here on Monday I told Monday you on Thursday also. Yeah. yeah, he told us last week he couldn't be here on Monday and Tuesday. So what happens then on Tuesday, Everson? Spags comes Mickey in. Mickey walks in here and goes, out. where's Everson? And I said, Mickey, we told you yesterday. Yesterday. And Nate said, too, Mickey, we told you yesterday. He Everson was, here, he was not going to be too, here. Yeah. <laughs> I got a lot on my mind. Yes, oh. you do. Brother. got a lot to take care of. You got a lot of, lot of articles to write. That's right. Mm-hmm. 1,500-word articles. And yours and yours does, doesn't fit in those 1,500 words. <laughs> Can't even get a mix shot. Well, Walls is here today. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to have you back, Everson. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it, guys. There's so much to get to. As the, there is. Uh-huh. Yep. So where would you like to start, Mickey? You want to start with the big guy? Okay. We can do that. Jonathan Hankins. Jonathan yes. Hankins. Hey, Cowboy's making moves, man. How about mm-hmm. that? I mean, come on. That's like, hey, this is this is a move to make us, you know, that bigger. much better. Bigger. Let, hopefully better. Yes. All right. And I'll just say this off the top. This is the reason those guys are in that wing of the That's building right. and we're in this That's wing of the building. Right. Do you remember the question that I posed last week? What would you What was the one position group on the team that you would uh, try to improve as we approach the trade deadline? And, we said And we said what, Everson? Wide receiver. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And in that wing of the building, they're looking at a Big bazooka to put in the middle of that defense for the run defense. And and the interesting thing is when you look up his information online, it says 340. The Cowboys are listing him at 320. Uh, Which was his original weight when he came into the league. I think we'll split the difference there and say (laughs) he's at at least 330, right? You know what? He's whatever he wants wants us to say. And bigger the better. Uh And and now, you know, we weren't totally off base because Spags was – all week, talk, all last week, talking about how we're giving up way, was that you talking about, yeah. way too many rushing yards. And sure enough, in the Lions game, what were the stats for the Lions? I rushing? believe they ended up with 117. God dang. And those are big numbers. Yeah. I mean, there were, there were times. Three of the last four games, 117 or more. And it wasn't just the numbers. It was when they, when they came. Right. Because it was, they answered. 
We had scored, and they would come back and answer with a run. But well, that's what Philly did. But yeah, well, that's what I was about to say. And the and the reason I posed the question last week is that we had just seen this team against the Eagles, and we had just talked about what uh, Bradbury and Slay did at cornerback, and mm-hmm. so that was kind of on our mind. But mm-hmm. the key drive in that game was them driving it down the that Cowboys. Was the key moment, yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to clinch the game, mm-hmm. and that is what stuck in the craw of the guys in the other wing is much as anything. We should have known it was coming because uh, they were bitching all yeah. <laughs> last and it, week. And, and then uh, what you're talking about, the Lions game just kind of confirms <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, we got to do something it about this. It was a 13-play drive against the Eagles, 10 runs of those 13. That was the reason they signed him. It yeah. wasn't the Lions game. It was the right. Eagles game. That's right. <laughs> and how do they match up <laughs> right. going forward? And, and and knowing the Bears, oh, by the way, are the number one rushing team mm, in the league. Yeah. 181 a game. And, by the way, look around the league and what's happening all around the league. I mean, there are so many games being won with quarterbacks throwing for less than 200 yards. Wow. Teams yes. are relying on the run. It's like old school football mm-hmm. all of a sudden around here. And Oh, they'll change that next year. Yeah, and it, it might change. <laughs> next month but right now that's what it looks we're gonna, like we're gonna chase pretty soon we're going to see a wishbone out <laughs> right. there here's the other thing oh god forbid they do not they do not oh, want that, that to be, happen that'd be so great switzer <laughs> not for the back. not for the tv stations no <laughs> way <laughs> um the, here's the other thing. What was it? What was your immediate reaction when uh, we learned during the show? By the way, yes. Everson, this news came down How about oh, wow. that during mix shots, not as we what finally. Tradi- uh, and I wasn't here. You for weren't it. here for it. With three, yeah. three minutes to go, I think. Did you? Yeah. Did you have a chance to? Go we, for it. Well, we, well, we talked about it a little body. bit. We went yeah. overtime. Did and you so go overtime? We uh, about three minutes or so. Oh, that's and, normal. Yeah, but. Um, <laughs> What was your immediate reaction? Okay, so who are they getting rid of? You're right, yeah. Right, you know? <laughs> and, and, and it doesn't sound like anybody. Well, and that's the thing. And you, you, But you look at the way this depth chart was put together, even going back to the draft and free agency, okay? There was a certain depth chart. They're thinking, okay, they know, barring injuries, who's going to be available, you know, and they know their numbers. Well, one of those guys that was in factored into those numbers as they came into the season was their fifth-round draft pick from Arkansas, John Ridgway, who, because of roster manipulations and so forth, mm-hmm. they exposed. Washington picked him up. So there is a big guy. Okay, I'm not saying that Hankins is the same guy that Ridgway. Ridgway is more of a prospect going forward, right. but it's the same position. They are actually better equipped for that position for a stretch run this season with Jonathan Hankins than if they had John Ridgway. Maybe not two years from now or whatever, but for right now. Yeah. they And so there is your spot. And so they're probably thinking on the other wing over there, going back to last month, we lost one of our guys on our depth chart right there, and they've been link- thinking that, okay, this might be a move we need to make. And think about Mike McCarthy's history He at Green Bay. He had that big old yeah, always did. dump truck in the middle. Yeah. Was it – Gilbert Brown, <laughs> yes, right, yes, from Kansas, uh, yeah. <laughs> and and you know that's why I always said when when they they don't have a fullback, he wants a fullback, mm-hmm. right? He had a fullback and used the fullback in Green Bay, no mm-hmm. matter how much 
Aaron Rodgers threw the ball, they would run two back offense. Are we going to see this? Well, <laughs> we they just see? That's why Hankins was signed see? to play football. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but think about it because they they lost their fullback when McGovern ended up starting at guard, right? And and mm. so um, then Forniak started doing that. Now they've lost him, right, for for the season. So we were talking about it yesterday. Put Gifford back out there, right? Um, I mean, I'm surprised, Bill, you hadn't even pulled up uh, Hankins' history going back to high school. I mean, he might have been a fullback in <laughs> high school. Right. Yeah, I, I, I could, could have been a tight end in high school. I'm, you never know. I'm surprised that's, that information. That's, that's why Jason Peters is here because yeah, he, he was the tight end. <laughs> well, and, and, and now he's, he's the – Basically, in running situations, he's the third. He can uh, be used as the third uh, offensive lineman. Could he go in or motion? third tight end? Could he yeah. go in motion? I, I bet he could. <laughs> I bet he would tell you he could. Right? Why not? I can see that. But as Mike McCarthy said in his press conference this morning, you can't have enough big bodies in the building. Yeah, and 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 think about when they were on the goal line. Um, and I can't remember if it was the time they scored or didn't score, but they had two running backs in and three tight ends. Mm-hmm. So we don't see that formation very often either. But he likes to go heavy. Um, so, yeah, it kind, it's not it kind, of, it kind of keeps things simple Yeah, when you have that ability to do would that. Would you like the history on Jonathan I would. Hankins? Yes, sir. I'm ready. He, uh, who was born in Dearborn Heights, Michigan. He began his career, and this is according to Wikipedia, <laughs> as a 255-pound offensive guard his freshman year. His sophomore year, he transferred to Southeastern High School in Detroit, where he started on the defensive line. Five-star prospect William Golston, who has been playing for a decade for the Tampa Bay, transferred to Southeastern in 2008, creating the best defense in Detroit, with Hankins shutting down the inside and Golston patrolling on the edge. Mm-hmm. And then Hankins go. wound up, of course, going to Ohio State, and Golston went to Michigan State. So there you go. Well, there there's you go. your history. And so I don't see running back in nah, his or fullback in his. And history. after you left on Saturday, uh, I had a guy come up for the guy that asked the question from Monroe, Louisiana. Yeah. And he gave me the entire history of Cavante Turpin and who was on that Monroe High School nice. team that won the state championship, yes, by yes. the way. <laughs> uh, another note on Hankins yes. and uh, the weight. He weighed in as a freshman, according to freshman of, college. A freshman in college at Ohio State uh, as a 350-pound wow. freshman. He, he, Wait a minute. At, at about 350, 355. <laughs> by his sophomore year, he managed to get his weight down to 330 and became a starter. He, so but at the from, combine, from, 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 I believe at the years. combine, he was 320. Okay. So nutrition. In four years, there's 100 pounds that was added on. Freshman year, you said 255. Yeah, that's high school. Yeah, that's right. high school. Freshman, yeah, freshman in high freshman school. Freshman in college, two hundred and fifty-five pound offensive guard. Freshman in college, you just he was read. three three fifty three fifty five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, the All Cowboys muscle, needed right? a big bazooka muscle, in right? the middle. That's right. What, 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 what was the old saying? He, he he ate his parents out of house and holes. <laughs> he that's ate what that no, means. No, stop. He ate his parents. That's all you got to do. Just stop right there. No, because then he wouldn't have had any money to buy food. So anyway, that's a you know, and and now you you you've got a cluster there of defensive tackles, and you can choose by who you're playing, right? 
if you're playing, you need a pass rusher, well, maybe they're not active on game day, right? And 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 like I said, the beauty of it is you didn't have to sacrifice. What? You, you gave up a sixth and you get a seventh right. next year. And you had open roster spots. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't cost an arm and a leg. As a matter of fact, he was basically on a minimum deal and a per-game bonus. And the per-game Bonus was only like thirty eight hundred dollars a game. So and and this shows that the Cowboys are preparing for a stretch run in a in a specialized NFL mm-hmm. where a player like this right. he might play ten snaps a game. But right. those are important snaps that this team wasn't prepared for otherwise without the big bazooka. In How would middle. you like to you see know? him on the goal line? Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. So it's situational football is what you're talking about yeah, here. Absolutely. So that's his role. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just wondering. We brought him in. We needed to bring him in. Why did we need to bring him in? Who's not doing their job? Well, I think it's just the size that they've got. Most of the, look at their defensive tackles, other than Bohanna. Mm-hmm. And so Bohanna, yeah. here's a second year guy. Okay, doesn't doesn't have a lot of snaps on his resume in his NFL career. And and then what happens if Bohanna goes down? You know. So now you got a couple of guys that are big guys, guys in there. And the other guys are more three techniques, right? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Because when remember Gallimore, when Gallimore got yeah. here, we go, oh, that's a three technique. Right. They made him play. What was it at Oklahoma? It was basically a three-four defensive and a end, five right? technique. Yeah, yeah, five technique. So uh, Tristan Hill, three technique. Well, that's the other one. Tristan oh, Hill's Osa, yeah. Osa. Osa, three mm-hmm. technique. Right. Osa. Um, Watkins. Yeah, and Watkins is one of those that he was a five technique with the Texans, right. and you know, but uh, so. a little bit of both, but still, you know, I think Gallimore was the heaviest at three fifteen. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, you know, some of them were nine. I was going to say ninety, two ninety and two ninety five. So, and and think about it a lot. What they do at their defensive ends, they move some of those guys inside, and that doesn't match up well against the run. So. Uh, and we were looking at it because <clears throat> that's why it was a kind of surprise to me as well because we here on mixed shots, we were looking at it as uh, outside runs were our problem. Yeah. And then <laughs> the, the, the Lions came in and said, look, you got a problem inside and outside. <laughs> we just wanted to let and, you know that. And, look, <laughs> and, and, and aside from, and this is just my perception, aside from the, the runs that Fields made Monday night, their other other running backs looked like they were between the tackles. Yeah. So, um, so and why can't he play? Somebody was like, "Can he play on Sunday?" It's not like he's coming off his couch. Christian McCaffrey played That's two right. days sure after. Did. Yeah, he sure did at a running back position. And how difficult is it to play tackle? You know, you're not playing that many fancy games up front. You got a role to play. You yeah. got a job to do. Right. There you go. There's the ball. Go get it. All right. So much more on Mickey's Legal Pad that we'll get to next when Mix Shots continues in a moment. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. 
Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Back, back, to mixed shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. From corporate homes to your home, have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860, and that would be kpostcompany.com. No Halloween readings before? Oh, today is going to be NFL Plus. Stay tuned. NFL Plus. All right. Uh, Speaking of Halloween, it's coming up. Of course, on Monday, Cowboys playing Sunday at noon against the Chicago Bears. And uh, Mickey, in honor of Halloween, I think, (laughs) here's the look for the Chicago Bears on Sunday. Okay, they're going with the orange. Orange helmets, orange jerseys. Mickey, I ask you, since you're a native of Chicago, right? You've watched a lot of Chicago Bears football in your time. They never dress like that. No. You don't like it? I didn't like it. I like it. So are the Cowboys run, wearing I believe they may be going uh, blue. Producer Supreme is speculating that they are wearing blue. All blue? I don't know. Okay. No, that producer would be a nice. No, I think it's no, blue just, and just gray. Just blue, blue and, yeah. and gray. Yeah. And yeah. Regular blue helmets. That's a regular lot. helmets. That's a yeah. lot of colors. Yeah, yeah I'm not in on the... On the <laughs> but that I think... So do you think it's in honor of Halloween, the pumpkin look? No, because they wore that oh, okay. two weeks ago. Well... But yeah, but Halloween's on Monday, I didn't so like, why not? I didn't like it then. I mean, it seems natural to wear it 
the day before Halloween, doesn't it? <laughs> They're probably trying to sell jerseys. They want great. that national uh, yeah, like that. It's No doubt. That's that's Halloween orange. That doesn't mm-hmm. that yeah. doesn't portray that, monsters of the orange. midway. That's pumpkin by orange, the way. orange, Bill. <laughs> it, it is monsters yeah, of the orange. midway. Yeah. Have Syracuse, to be in dark blue, black. No, that's that's Illini. That's Illini yeah. numbers. There. Exact colors there. Orange teams are doing all right this year. Tennessee Volunteers. Mm. What's Cincinnati doing? Okay. They're, they're coming on. They're did okay. you see how many yards Burrow yes. Yes. threw yes. for the other day? Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. So there you go. All right. What else is on your legal pad from Mike McCarthy's press conference this morning or anything else that you've well, gleaned? We talked about this last week that today would be the day, and it is. Damone Clark is going to be uh, put on the 53-man roster, uh, and it would be for special teams purposes. So um, we'll go Tigers. A look at him. <laughs> what was that? Did I go Tigers? Uh, and hey, y'all, look at the people. Hey, they can, tour we, going. Can, we can say hi to him now, right? The hey, y'all, can y'all speaker, hear me? Yeah, it's working? not working yet. Not yeah, yet. I can tell uh, they're not responding. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So. Um, that's uh, I keep an eye on him, Damone Clark. Damone Clark. Now Emmett is uh, not practicing today. He's going to be with Britt. Emmett hasn't rehab. practiced in about I fifteen know. years. Oh, Emmett. Oh, yeah. Emmett. Yeah. And that was my. Yeah. That was Did my. We next sign set. somebody else. Is, is that signing that we forgot about? My next note was about. Uh, him. I want to see how that was going to play out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like I need my breaking news uh-huh. sounder. <laughs> Get the breaking news sounder. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> 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 is not practicing, <laughs> and that's not a lack of like matter. Mickey, who are they letting go to sign him? It. Uh, <laughs> Please, I need to know this. Zeke's going on IR. Dware, Dware, Demarcus is. That is not true. <laughs> that is not true. But he's not practicing today. Zeke, um, I'm sure that knee's still sore from when he got hit. Mm-hmm. Now, McCarthy didn't answer the question when he said he's not practicing, and somebody suggested sprain knee, and he, he said, yeah, whatever, he's not practicing. I can't imagine it's sprained. Uh, it sounded like Monday. He's on the side with Britt Brown, it, right? It, yeah, and it sounded like Monday night when he was on uh, Cowboys Hour mm-hmm. that it was a contusion. And I can Which imagine is a bruise. is a contusion after he got hit with a helmet on the knee like that. So we'll see um, what, what it turns out. My guess is you're trying to get him till Sunday, right? You don't need him practicing Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the reporters is trying to get him to Green Bay because he the, the question what? was the question was posed. With a bye week next week, does that oh, oh, factor oh. into uh, the decision for this week where you can buy two weeks for him? And so, in my mind, that reporter's trying to get him to Green Bay. And that reporter I did not watch the Monday night game against Chicago, I guess. I guess not. <laughs> when the Bears scored the most points they've had in, since Justin Fields was drafted. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. I guess that was last year? You know, playing against the Bears, they can lull you into – a certain type of game, you know, very hectic, chaotic, you know, because he's when he's back there, he's he's like he's trying to run for his life every play, right? You know, and then he completed a few passes this oh, time, yeah, and the scrambles out of the pack, out of the pocket, it, they were just uh, scary. 
You start thinking about the speed he possesses. Mm-hmm. If you catch one defender with his back to the quarterback, he can run right by him in the for a touchdown. That's why when it – even if it's – I I mean, you know what? Even if it's third down passing situation, I don't know that I Have want that Micah Parsons at defensive end where they can double him. I'd rather him in the middle of the field mm-hmm. chase that guy down because he's going to go. He's going. He, he ran ha- for eighty-two most yards. Most of the time, he has to go. Right? Yeah, because they're not really giving much protection. Eighty-two. Here, here's the weird stat on the Bears: they have the number one rushing offense. They have the thirty-second passing offense, and that's why they're twenty-eighth in total offense. Which, by the way, it's mm-hmm. one spot ahead of the Cowboys. Cowboys are twenty-ninth in yards. Hmm. So hopefully soon to be changed. So that either tells you how well they're running it or how poorly they're throwing. <laughs> <laughs> well, they beat uh, San Francisco in the season opener, nineteen to ten, and Justin. And that was in the rain. It was the in rain. a monster. Right. That was right. that was not. Yeah, and Fields not a fair. Assessment. But Fields threw for one hundred and twenty-one yards in that win. They beat Houston twenty-three to twenty. And he threw for 106 yards in that win, threw two interceptions and was sacked five times, ran eight times for 47 yards. And then they beat New England, and you saw it was 179 yards passing, and it was 82 yards rushing on 14 carries. So there, there you go. There are three wins he has thrown for under 200 yards and close to 100 yards in one of the wins. But he threw for 190 against the – Commanders in a 12-7 game. Against Green Bay, he threw for 70 yards. Yeah. So is this the blue moon, or is he getting better? I think he's getting better. It was his best performance as a as a Bear. I think the entire offense is getting better. You know, when they came in, you could just kind of see they were in a little bit disarray. But when you have an athlete like that in the, sec- in the backfield, at, at quarterback, most likely with his kind of talent, you're going to improve. I think the offensive coordinator would understand what's best for him in certain situations. I, I think, think they're understanding each other. It's a new offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And I think what I was reading, he sort of designed that game plan to Fields mm-hmm. instead of Fields being fit into his game right. plan. Right. And see, that's that's Jay, that's a Jalen Hurts move right there. Right. I mean, that's what they did with him. They say, okay, we're going to just put the, everything around his talents. Same things happen in Chicago. Yeah, because the, their offense wasn't. As and my, when you have a good defense, you can be patient. When I when I text my college roommate, who's a big Bears fan, uh, and I said, uh, "What do you think of this orange uniform?" He goes, doesn't matter. It's still the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> and now I think he changed his tune after after Monday night. Uh, their offensive line. Yes. Okay, which is over uh, – which is the, there's been a makeover there on their offensive line. Here's what it consists of. In their last game, all right, the starter at left tackle, Braxton Jones, a fifth-round pick this year, rookie – Braxton Jones starting at left tackle. The left guard, Michael Schofield, who has been a, a journeyman in the league, and that was his just his second game with the Bears, his first start. Okay, The center, Lucas Patrick, started the game. He played 10 plays. He was um, signed in free agency uh, from, from Green Bay, 
but originally came into the league in 2016 as an undrafted free agent. Okay, and their right guard, Tevin Jenkins, uh, came out of the draft last year out of Oklahoma State in the second round. So there's your highest drafted offensive lineman right there. And your right tackle in the last game, Larry Borum, was a fifth-round pick last year. So it's not like they've invested a lot or seeing any investment in their and offensive line. And they're paying, paying and they're paying for it. Right so now. and so that is why uh they're having issues throughout the season on offense. Yeah. And and why Luke Getzey, their offensive coordinator, is trying to figure it out himself and figured it out in a big way, coming off a bye week last week and preparing to go up against New England. Because he had extra time. Mm-hmm. And he's I, got less time this week. Right. So we'll see. And that's a good thing for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. They're coming off a road game, and then they have a short week. So you look at this matchup, you got this defensive line going up against that offensive line that I just mm-hmm. reeled off So who they got playing. So for sure, they don't want to get in in third and seven or more, third and six or more. Well, one thing, and if can, they are, better watch out for the quarterback draw. One thing you can see is that their their offense really puts their defense in bad situations, and they've got a good defense. But if you take a look at the turnovers in the games that have led to quick touchdowns by their opposition, I, I still think their defense is better than what we've seen as far as scores are concerned. They can really shut down an offense when they want to especially when the pass hits the the wire uh, on skycam <laughs> did you realize that i didn't see that somebody unearthed i think it was pro football focus yeah, i'll give yeah. them credit for this uh, for the first time <laughs> yes mickey is giving breaking pro news a little drum, <laughs> drum roll there right they they <laughs> identified <laughs> a, a positive? No, it's a negative mix shot. Is it? No, positive? it's a positive, positive. one. They a positive? identified that that interception. It's, it's about the overriding negative towards pro football focus. <laughs> right. Here's your one positive. Uh, okay. That the the pass that uh, Mac Jones got intercepted. Yeah. The little tossy. Yes. That guy made the one handed. It hit the wire. Wow. And it and it and and when you slow it down from the people that saw it, said you can see the ball. It didn't flutter. It just made it come right. come down. It's why it didn't get over that. It's too much crap on the field. <laughs> you know, just think you about didn't have that, wires you on the wires field? You have wires and drones going all over the place? Come on, man. Video then, boards. Then, then, yeah, you got a punter. He's hitting the, the, the board, hitting the scoreboard. This is crazy. We never had those issues back in the 50s, huh, Bill? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All you had I don't know was, about the 50s. Mickey, Mickey can tell you about the All you 50s. had was wind and, and sun, That's right. right? A little mist, snow, mud, Did you hear fog. that the, uh, the NFL on home games at AT&T Stadium, they now have one person who is assigned to watch the scoreboard. Yeah. punts on scoreboard, hit, hitting the scoreboard. Like some You sort said of, they now have it. They now have it. How could they not like have it? Like a spotter? Yes, they've got one person. That's his assignment. 
does he get flown in for that, or do they pick somebody at the stadium to take care of? They have a raffle before right. the game. Right, they get yeah. somebody <laughs> just sit there you and watch that. Hey, you got hey. every punt, like I got it. I'm give somebody an idea around here. I mean, you can. That'd be pretty good. So we got, we got the. You can the, make a lot of money off. You got that. the we uniform. Have the goal line. No, we got the goal line camera. Yeah, and the guy sitting up in the tennis box, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wait, you get a you get a sideline pass. <laughs> all right, and you raffle it off. That you are the person who determines whether the punt hit the scoreboard. And or you not. sit in an elevated seat all uh, by no, yourself. No, this one you got to be low so you <laughs> all can see. By you got to be able to see up. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Got to have the right angle. Yeah, you got to be tall enough to see over people on the sideline. So maybe in your you need a, like a tennis umpire's chair that Dude, they sit in. You need more than that. You need binoculars, man. That, that's way up there. What are you talking yeah. about? You got to be. Come on. Just like this is not like know. on the goal line. See, on the goal line, you can actually have a guy sitting goal post level looking down on the goal line. You can have that. <laughs> like at the top of the stadium. That's, yeah, yeah. It could be right there. You can, uh, you can, you can see have everything. a chair right there yeah, on the roof. Because the sideline is not working. Because obviously <laughs> that does not work. Give too we, many bodies. Had, yeah, we've had Dax's whole – his feet were over uh-huh. the line. They couldn't call it. But from up here. Okay, so there, there has been a – ESPN has issued a statement over the uh, Skycam gate, I would say. Okay. It says the pass from Mac Jones did not hit the ESPN Skycam wiring. The video creates a false impression, but in reality, the Skycam wire was more than 15 feet above the ball, and our Skycam system followed all NFL protocols. Mm. So. Just so, so we can get that in our back. They still like didn't get it, it right. Like that. <laughs> so just letting you know. Asses. That's what it sounds like. I know, though. but I'm just letting you know. Just so I can be Sky clear. So gate. we're in the clear. I think we need to go look at it. I said Skycam Gate. Yeah, Skycam Gate. Because it was it was in New England. Uh-huh. That's right. That's oh, right. God. Here they go again. Uh-huh. All right. We continue with more mixed shots in a moment. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh. She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? (sighs) Great job, honey! Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, 
United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back, back to mixed shots. NFL Plus is here, which means no matter where you are, this is how you football. Get live, local, and primetime regular season and postseason games on your phone or tablet, game replays, and more. Go to plus.nfl.com and start your free trial of NFL Plus today. All right, final segment here of Mixed Shots on a Wednesday, uh, 10 minutes uh, to go. Everson, we haven't uh, heard your take uh, on all that happened in Sunday's game and uh, give you the opportunity. What stood out to you the most from Sunday's win over the Lions? Uh, It was pretty much how we expected it. I thought that they would score more, and they would have, if they wouldn't have given up the fumble. Yeah. You know, uh, God, that was deep in our territory. And, you know, would you call that a mistake? Or would you, would you call that a great play by the Cowboys' defensive line? Because we were, in certain situations, it's almost as if we knew exactly where they were going to run the ball. But then when they needed to answer, man, they split us wide open. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, it was pretty much what I thought it was going to be, minus the – the, the fumble in, in uh the in uh, at the five yard at line. the five yard line. Uh I I pretty much thought that Dak would be, you know, a little hesitant on some of the moves that he made. I still hope that he can get out of this how you know how you get in your get get in your own way. Uh his confidence and his, his uh impatience with his recovery, not just this time, but any time. He seems to to push it way too much yeah. and make some foolish and he, foolish decisions. And he admitted it afterwards. Yeah, he said I had a little too much confidence in a couple throws. It, I, I don't think it was confidence because I know he didn't think he could fit some of that. I triple think team I stuff think he just there. wasn't seeing things as clearly. And that's as why he, he needs to chill. You right. know, there are times when you can. I remember watching Eli Manning play back in the day, and there were times when he looked so inadequate. But that in those inadequate moments was just him giving up on the play in a smart manner, like checking down. Just check, just just little, yeah. Even if he's not even trying to complete the pass, it looked all goofy and, and out of sorts. But that's smart. Sometimes you gotta know when to give up, and that's the, that's always been Dak's problem. He believes so much in himself, he think he can do everything. Well, you can't defy physics. You can't throw through a defender. I mean, into triple coverage. Right. You can't throw through. The ball's not going to go through him. Okay. If he makes a mistake, great. But those are the things he needs to look out for in the future. And that's kind of what, uh, even though Cooper made some silly mistakes as well, those are the kind of things that have people saying, oh, okay, we don't have to be dynamic to win. It doesn't have to be a nail biter. It doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be so hectic. And, and that's what he showed us, just slowed the game down a little bit. And I, Dak can do that. He's done it many times before. But right now he needs to get back into that mode because he thinks every year he's going to come out and be better. Sometimes you're not going to be better. Sometimes you're just going to be just as good as you were last year. He wants to every year to be better, better, better. It's not going to be that because guys know your game, okay? Players over there, they get paid over there just like you get paid. And he needs to realize that they're not just video game players. 
These guys are real, and some of them can ball out. He needs to just realize that. And understand that these games that the Cowboys are playing right now, you're not going up against Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills or Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs that are scoring a lot of points. Yes. There aren't very many teams in this league scoring a lot of points right now. Be ready to score points, yeah, but, but don't force it. Yeah, yeah, but when you're playing the Detroit Lions, the turnover can be real costly. That's you don't right. want to keep that team in the game. And, you, and the Chicago Bears. And the Chicago Bears. Right. And in, as it turns out this year, so right now, the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Protect the football, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just uh, don't do that. Which is what Cooper did those in the four wins. He protected the football, then he went up against Philadelphia, a and really it was a different team. ball game, right. and that's a different different team uh, defensively that they were going up against. I think we were fortunate that, uh, you know, that came out okay, you know, in regards to you could tell he was finally got his connection going with his wide receivers and his tight ends. You'll be uh, glad to know I also, after the game, shook hands with him. <laughs> <laughs> Did he hurt your hand? It was, it was uh, if, like, he, if he's been listening to us, he probably tried to squeeze the hell out your you hand. You know what? <laughs> he said, I I said, oh, okay. He says, I told you two weeks ago we could shake hands. <laughs> and I and, and I said, yeah, but you said gently. That was not gently. Right. Um, was this well, still on the field or in the locker room? Where was it? When I was leaving. Uh, oh, after, after after leaving the locker room, yeah, like at the yeah, end of the day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because did you see him coming into the locker room when he slapped he was, uh, on the butt? He, he wasn't the only one. He was slapping everybody on the butt. He was he slapping was, them hard. And with, <laughs> he had the biggest with smile his right on his hand too. <laughs> biggest smile on his face, and he was just picking and choosing and just. <laughs> And I'm, then glad start I, I'm glad I'm glad you were standing right there, looks. Bill, weren't you? I was not standing right there. I thought no, you no. were. For Bill's, Bill's butt show. is not slappable. He wants some slappable butt. <laughs> that's right. Got to have a certain tone to it. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad I got a handshake. Uh huh. That's right. They, they were like. They were like. They were Mickey like. You would still be they really, standing. They right truly now. were like fifth graders right. coming off the off the it. off the field from recess, going it. back into the school building. That's what winning does for you, brother. Uh huh. That's exactly right. That was fun. I'm excited about the NFC East. I really I find myself pulling for NFC East teams when we're not playing them because, you know, it kind of adds the credibility of what the Cowboys are doing. I'm proud of the Giants, the way they're playing. I'm proud of them because we kicked their butts and handled them very well. They haven't, they haven't had the their butts kicked like do it. That's right. Mm-hmm. So that, that, this, this division is a good division, and I think it's because of the trend. We always were a defensive division, and defense is really what's carrying this whole division, and mm-hmm. it's carrying the league. Yep, yeah, that's right. All right, so the Giants go to Seattle this week. And speaking of a oh, team wow. that is a surprise team in the league after Russell Wilson leaves, Geno and then you got Smith. Geno Come on, playing like he was at West Virginia. What was our answer when the kid asked us who was the, the best underrated team? What did you Minnesota. I said, you said Minnesota. Minnesota. I did. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Seattle's pretty close. We didn't even, uh-huh. Yeah, we should have picked. Minnesota's really the team because we know about Kirk Cousins, but nobody thought Geno would come in and play in the yeah. way he's playing. Yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, the running back, Walker? Yeah, Kenneth Walker oh, from, my, from Michigan, Michigan State. State. Uh, yeah. he's, he went he, for he 168 like against college. the Chargers. Yep. He acted like yeah. he's back in college. That's that's a good squad. Mm-hmm. Man, I just thought about it. Oh, that's a good squad. Good quarterback and a good good running back. And their defense is still playing well. It's week eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see if we're saying the same thing about Seattle in week 16. That's right. Because <laughs> I'm waiting for the shoe to drop. Uh-huh. And I, I'm still waiting. 
And will we be saying the same thing about the Giants in Week 16? <sighs> Jones is just a – See, that's the thing. And we talked about this maybe yesterday. Uh, Brian Dable, you know, that first game of the year against Tennessee, <laughs> they, they score to mm-hmm. pull within one with a minute and change left, and he decides to go for two. Yeah. How big was that coaching decision <laughs> now? I mean, just as far as believing in his team yeah. and the fact that they made it. I mean, that's the whole key to it. They yeah. made it, mm-hmm. and they won that game. And, te- you know, Tennessee, how about what Vrabel's doing right now? They've won like four in a row. They're coming. You know? That's and, right. And it's just been nickel and diamond stuff, mm-hmm. you know. It's nothing. I mean, when you look at us, I, I like that. We, we, we get, you know, trounced against the Bucks, and then, you know, shake it off. And let's go on. I mean, we're going on with power. Cowboys you know? won what five of the last six. Come on, you gotta give us some love. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you who you like. I, did I say that yesterday? I said now when you look at the Tampa Bay loss and where they're at. That's right. That's a bad loss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we can't brag about that too much. <laughs> I think they. It just seems like in that game defensively, I, I think they were. You know, you can't let the reputation beat you. Yeah. I mean, I think they were like, oh, it's Tom Brady. Man, get out of here, man. That dude's, you know, he's got legs, feet, arms, just like you. But it's still six games out of seven with no more than a touchdown mm-hmm. to defense. Mm-hmm. So if you continue doing that, you've got a chance every Sunday, right? Well, and to Everson's point Thursday. about the Chicago Bears, if you look at what's the most number of points they've given up this season, they gave up 29. Yep. To Minnesota, mm-hmm. and that was a 29-22 loss. Okay, and they gave it up in the last part of the game. All right, so they gave up ten to San Francisco. They lost to Green Bay twenty-seven to ten, and then they won twenty-three twenty. They lost twenty to twelve. They lost twenty-nine twenty-two. Minnesota they lost twelve-seven to Washington, and then they won thirty-three to fourteen. So, one, so they're not giving up two, much themselves. They're not. They're not. Five five mm-hmm. games, no more than twenty points. Mm-hmm. And we have to consider ourselves, I wouldn't say lucky, but you have to consider the turnaround that that fumble caused uh, on the five-yard line because otherwise that could be an entirely – That's, that's, why, four, that's, that's why, four more points, and now you're at, what, 20, 28, mm-hmm. right? That's why Micah's play was the play of the day. Oh, man. That was crazy. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't, at the time you think, you know – we stopped them. Big deal. They're going to score. Right. You know what I mean? Right. No. That's oh, and case. by the way, I did verify, you know, next-gen stats and whatever, um, that those speed limits or speed that they come out with, Yeah. he yeah. was 21 miles an hour catching up, uh, is pretty legitimate. Wow. I because didn't know, it, I didn't know it, that. This is my it, first time. You know, the, the, the stuff they put in their shoulder pads for yeah. the, how much they, they play. They track it. Track it. Mm-hmm. That's part of that. And so they can they can decipher. He went twenty one miles an hour. Twenty one miles an hour. That's that's wide receiver speed, right? That's wide receiver speed. Uh, Walker went twenty two miles an hour on his touchdown uh, for Seattle this this past weekend. That's that's Larry, was it Larry Walker? Is that his name? Uh, Kenneth Kenneth Walker. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can get my bike that fast downhill <laughs> downhill right <laughs> <laughs> but that's when you wind up in the hospital but you right? know but you know you know when you're when you're riding on the street and, and they have one of those speed things on, yeah i think the on flat i think the fastest it was all right when i was trying right it was like 13 miles an hour dang dude like i think i could run that fast 
Okay. Well, I was going to say I can't ride my bike 21 miles an hour. We have a text from a viewer Uh-oh. Uh, that goes along with what Mickey's talking about. Uh, Nate in Frisco is texting saying, let's see how fast you can close out this show. Can you reach 22 miles an hour? In other words, sign off. All right. In other words, we'll see you again tomorrow at noon. But thanks Here for listening. Mix Yachts. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of Dallas Cowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?